Paul, quoting from the Old Testament, says in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2, directly from, from the words of Moses in Exodus, as well as primarily Deuteronomy, he says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. And then he says this, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you, and that you may live long on the earth. Honor your mother, your father. First commandment with a promise. That it may be well with you. When you look in the scriptures, you see a lot of, lot of illustrations about moms. And of course, we know the story of Mary, the mother of Jesus and how she, she not only brought him into the world, but she raised him. And the Bible says that he grew in wisdom and favor and knowledge with God and with men. Mothers are obviously an integral part of life. I mean, obviously, right? You don't have a mom, you don't make it. I know that sounds rather obvious. But sometimes it's the obvious that we overlook. And I was thinking about Jesus and his response to his mother. On one occasion, remember, he was so committed to doing that which the father wanted for him to do that when his mother was going after him and he was, he was busy doing the father's business and uh, he turned and said, you know, don't you know I'm supposed to be about my father's business to his mom? And uh, so they, they had their moments just like every child does with their mother they had their challenges i'm sure and and uh you can imagine how challenging it is to deal with somebody that's not god but dealing with someone who is god can you can you even fathom such a thing i can't but i think about jesus when he was on the cross and i think about him in the midst of all of his pain all of his suffering all of the challenges he was facing the weight of the entire world and the sin of all humankind was upon him. And there he is on the cross and he sees Mary and he says, Mary, you know, behold your son. And he says to the, 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 the disciple, behold your mother. And he was, he was still concerned and interested in taking care of his mother, even in the midst of the darkest challenges of his life. I think it's really fitting and important that we also take time to understand what it means to honor our fathers, our mothers, specifically to honor our mothers. What does that mean, honor your mother? Well, I guess uh, for some it means that you need to you know, be nice to them when they're around. Respect them. You know, don't argue with them, you know, especially on their birthday or Christmas or some special occasion. You know, otherwise it's okay, but not on those days. You know, show them a little respect, right? Honor your mother. Well, I really find that honoring your mother is, is really tied to an understanding of several key things. Number one, honoring your mother, I think, is tied directly to understanding who this woman is 
in your life. Secondly, I think it has a direct tie to understanding what it is that she's afforded you. What it is that she's afforded you. So this morning, I'm going to take a little bit of time and talk just about those two things. And I have to confess that uh, I've, had, I've had to do a lot of adjusting because there's so many things that could be said. But I really want to just share two very, very basic, essential aspects of honoring your mother. The first one is this. Honor your mother by blessing her. By blessing her. When you look at Proverbs 31 and you look at this incredibly worthy woman, the very first part of verse 28 of chapter 31, it says that her children rise up and bless her. They bless her. So to honor your mother is to bless her. To bless her for what? Well, there's a lot of things, right? I can hear you guys already totally lined up and uh, <laughs> ready to take off on this, and that's great. But there are a lot of things. Let me just share a couple with you, and, with you from this passage in Proverbs 31. Bless her for her care for you. For her care for you. Verse 15, it says that she rises also while it is still night and gives food to her household, her care. You know, it's impossible for those of us who've never been moms to comprehend the care that a mother gives to a child. It's impossible for those who've not been mothers to really understand that. The feeding process, all of that. I know that there's a lot of guys who, who really do an awful lot and we applaud them and we celebrate them. But it, it, it's really hard to be a mom if you've never been one. And to have that sense of attachment and have that sense of, of commitment and that, that sense of desire to see this child cared for in every, every single way. I mean, even bad moms care. Even bad moms. So we need to bless them for their care. Their care for us as, as kids. Secondly, in the same passage there, we need to care for them because of their sacrifices. Their sacrifices. She says that she rises also while it's still nighttime. I mean, I, I know there's some guys out there that are, you know, they're, they're ready, Johnny, on the spot to get up in the middle of the night and go take care of the child when the child cries and wakes up in the middle of the night or stay up all night with that child. But I have to tell you that the majority of guys are willing to do that only so much if they even hear the child at night i mean you know it's sometimes you've been there guys right where you're lying you're asleep and your wife is sound asleep and there's some noise going on and and then you know the wife has been doing it for 29 days out of 31 and it's about the 30th day and she gives you a little nudge and says, it's your turn <laughs> it's your turn we need to be thankful for their sacrifices. They sacrifice so much for us. We need to honor them by blessing them for their sacrifices. 
We need to honor them by blessing them for their thoughtfulness. Their thoughtfulness. Listen to uh, verses 21 and uh, 22 of Proverbs 31. It says, She's not afraid of the snow for her household. For all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes coverings for herself. For her clothing is fine linen and purple. She takes care of her kids. Takes care of her kids. Provides all that she can. Makes clothes for them. Goes out and thinks about them. You know, when I think about, when I think about uh, Ruth, for example, and I think about her foresight and her planning when the kids were little, and uh, looking ahead to when they would grow and finding sales to buy things for them so that when they got to those ages, she would be able to say, we got clothes for them and stuff. I mean, moms think about these things. Guys, it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. We're out of diapers. Oh, no. Forgot the formula. Oh, no. I mean, it. guys are oblivious. Sorry, guys. But women, moms... Moms really are tuned in to the needs of their kids. Now, I'm not saying all men are totally oblivious, but the fact of the matter is that, guys, we are not tuned in like our moms, like mothers are. And we need to bless them. Bless them for their care, their sacrifices. Bless them for their thoughtfulness. We even need to tell them how much we appreciate all that they've done, their tirelessness, their hard work, their labor, uh, listen to verse 27 here. It says she looks well to the ways of her household. Looks well to the ways of her household. She cares. She cares. Not only that, it says she does not eat the bread of idleness. Idleness. I'm sure, I'm sure. Now, you know, we're not going to get into a, an argument here this morning, but I'm confident that there are probably a couple of moms here and there that were kind of lazy. Probably just one or two over the course of all the millions, right? But the fact of the matter is that when you think about most moms, they are tireless. They are constantly on the go. I think that's one reason why God made it so that women have children and not men. Do you know that men, do you know men, men can, men can go in, in strong spurts. That's why they play football. They can go 10 yards, 20 yards, whatever. They can go full blast, full speed, full energy, full everything, and blow something up, and they can do some major damage. But women are like the Energizer Bunny. They just keep going and going and going and going and going. You know, I remember uh, when our kids were little, I used to tell Ruth, I said, well, darn, I've had it, you know, and she's like, Going and going and going and going. Just used to drive me crazy. I used to watch her sometimes. I used to think, how do you do this? How do you do this? Just going and going. I know you already heard that, but uh, they're tireless. They're tireless. We need to appreciate that. We need to let them know. We need to bless them. We need to bless them. We need to give thanks to them for being Caring and sacrificing and thoughtful and hardworking and tireless in their efforts to take care of us as their kids. We need to bless them. The other thing that we need to do, and for this I want to turn your attention to the 139th Psalm. The other thing that we need to do is we need to honor our, 
our mothers by thanking God for them. But not just not just as a blanket type of a thanking God. Not just as a covering your bases thanking God. You know, it's not it's not like on Mother's Day when you find a card that says, you know, Mom, I thank you. You're so wonderful. And I thank God for you that. That can be sometimes so. So empty. So short lived. There are four things specifically from Psalm 139, 13 to 16 that we need to thank God for. And in the process, honor our mothers. I want you to think about these with me this morning. You've already alluded to this in in your responses this morning, but the first one is this. We need to thank God and give God thanks for our very existence because of our moms. It's a fact, right? None of us would be here if it wasn't for our moms. And so we need to thank God for our lives and for the mothers who gave us life. We need to thank God for that. David puts, this, puts it this way when he says, Thou didst form my inward parts. You weaved me within my mother's womb. Thank God for your mom because your mom was the vessel that was used to bring you into the world. Your mom was the vessel that housed you, prepared you. And you need to thank God for your mother, for your very existence. That seems obvious. But here's one that's not so obvious these days, especially as far as I've been able to notice. And that is, you and I need to honor our mothers by thanking God for the special and unique personality that is ours. Unique and special personality that belongs to us. We talked not too long ago, and I've mentioned it often, that there is no individual that's like any other individual. No snowflake is like another snowflake. Every one of us have not only a unique fingerprint, but we have a unique blueprint. Who's responsible for that blueprint? Our Father. God is the one who makes us that way. He gives us a unique personality. And how does He do that? He does that within the mother's womb. David says, I will give thanks to you in verse 14, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. There are a lot of people who are so bent on being something they are not. There are so many people that reject, reject literally who they are and who God made them and the print that is theirs. They reject it. They're trying to be something else. They're always trying to find something that's more glamorous or a special place or, or some kind of a life that's altered and totally opposite of maybe who they are. You and I have a special, unique personality. We need to embrace it. We need to thank God for it. Stop running from it. Some of us are introverts. Give thanks to God for being an introvert. 
Stop being jealous of all those other people who are extroverts. Some people are extroverts and they hate it. They would, they would love more than anything else just to spend some time alone. But they just can't seem to. It's not the way they're wired. We need to celebrate who we are. Not only celebrating who others are, but who we are. I really believe it's, this is so serious. So serious. We, we live in such a world that, that sets up a specific mold and a standard And everybody keeps telling us, this is what you need to be like. This is what you need to look like. This is what you need to act like. This is what you need to dress like. This is what you need to drive. This is what you need to do. It's so contrary. You and I need to honor our mothers by thanking God for the special and unique personality that is ours. Celebrate it. Celebrate it. When you look at your kids, you find out that none of your kids are the same if you have two or three. They're all different. They're all unique. They're all special. Some are more special. <laughs> as moms might say. <laughs> but you and I as, as children need to honor our moms by thanking God for the unique and special personality that's ours. And why is it ours? It's because God within our mother's womb formed us and made us. He put us together in the, in the womb of our mothers. In verse 15, we find out that we need to thank God because we have a special and unique physicality. Special and unique physicality. And I'm not going to get any, on any kind of a, a special horse this morning, but I am going to say some things that I think are really really important, not just in terms of your personality, but here in terms of your physicality. Verse 15 says, My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. When you were born, you were born with a certain physicality. You were born with a certain chemistry and a certain makeup to be ex- feet tall, whatever the case may be. You were born with big bones or small bones or medium bones or whatever kind of bones you had. Them bones, them bones, them dry bones. We all got bones. (laughs) Every single one of us have a skeleton. And you know what? Even though we have similarities in every aspect of our skeleton, every one of us have a unique and special skeleton. It's different. It's different. Some of us are bigger than others. Who would have thunk it? Excuse me, I shouldn't have said that. Especially with my mother here. Who would have thought it? (laughs) But we are. It's obvious. It's obvious. Some are bigger than others. Some are a lot bigger than others. (laughs) But there seems to be this mold. There seems to be this particular type of a um, force and a pressure from our society that says, this is the way you're supposed to be. And if you're not like this, you better feel really bad. Because you're not measuring up. Just as with your emotions, just as with your psychological and and non-physical makeup, people celebrate and say, this is the way you're supposed to be. 
I say again, you've been made in a unique way with your personality. You've been given a unique physicality. And you need to thank God for that. Thank God for it. You honor your mother by thanking God for the way God made you. You dishonor your mother as the vessel that God used when you reject the way God made you. And then finally, some of you are shocked. (laughs) Save the best for last. Finally, you and I need to honor our mothers by thanking God for the special and unique purpose that we have on the planet. David puts it this way in verse 16. He says, Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book they were all written, the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. You have one life. One life. I was talking to an individual just the other day about their life. And they were talking about how they just had this feeling that they were waiting for something special to happen or some special direction in their lives. And they just kind of felt like um, it wasn't really important until they found out and started to do a specific job or whatever. They, they just were kind of floundering a little bit and stuff like that. And I, I said, you know what the worst thing you can do in life? And they said, no, what? I said, kill time. Kill time. How many people have you talked to? What are you doing? Well, I'm just killing time. Really? Do you know that every single minute, every second that passes by can never be retrieved? You can't go back and play it again. You can't live it again. We have one life. And one life that's lived every minute of every day. We honor our mothers by fulfilling the purpose for which we were put here. That includes so many things. So many things. Obviously, it involves knowing your creator. Your mother is responsible for giving you an opportunity to know God personally and intimately through Jesus Christ. Your mother brought you into this world so that you'd have an opportunity to live in relationship with God and to have a purpose for your existence, to be actively involved in pursuing that which God has given to you We're not here just to waste our days. We're not here to kill time. In the midst of that whole process of our purpose on earth, every one of us live in relationship. We live in relationship with God and we live in relationship with other people. And it's God's desire that we honor our mothers by living in right relationship with God and in right relationship with other people. There's, there's just so much with this. And I know that I don't need to go on with all the details about this because the Holy Spirit is very able to show you and to communicate to you what it is that you need to shore up. Yeah. 
You didn't come into this world to be God. You came into this world to walk in right relationship with God. You didn't come into this world to control all the people in your world. You came into this world to walk in relationship with the people in this world. Whether it's your family or your friends, even your enemies. There is a clear described prescription in the word of God as to how to get along with people. How to walk in harmony with people and how to walk in relationship with God. And it's our responsibility to pursue that. To pursue that. In the Pharisee church, we're going through the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, Jesus teaching on the mount and uh, how he talks about anger. And you've heard that it was said, you shall not kill. And Jesus says, I tell you, I tell you, if you have anger in your heart, you've already committed murder. He talks about adultery. He says, don't commit adultery. You've heard that in the past. And then Jesus says, but I tell you that if in your heart you have already lust towards someone, you've already committed adultery. In Matthew 5, 6, and 7, he talks about judgment. Judging other people. Oh, it's so easy to judge. So easy. So easy to look at other people not being in their shoes, not understanding what's going on, and to declare judgment upon them and to say bad things about them to other people. See, the Bible is very clear. The Bible is the manual. The Bible is the way in which we discern and understand how it is that, that we're supposed to live. And it's our responsibility as we thank God and honor our mothers by living this unique and special purpose-filled life to find out exactly how it is that he wants us to live it. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. So this morning, how is it that you and I can honor our moms? If your mom is living, you can honor your mother by blessing her and by telling her how much you appreciate all that she's done for you if she's living. And some of you might be sitting there saying this morning, you know, well, you don't know my mom. You don't know what a... What a mom she was. You don't know my mom. You don't know what she did to me. You don't know what she said to me. You don't know how she treated me. My mom was no angel. Maybe you're thinking that. Maybe you're feeling that. Maybe you've lived with that. Today's the day to get over it. No mom is perfect. And we're not asking you to make your mom into Holy Mary. We're not asking you to make your mom into this perfect woman. There is no such individual on the planet. Mary wasn't perfect. Jesus died to save his own mom. So get over how bad she was. She gave you life. Maybe she didn't do everything the way you wanted her to. Maybe she wasn't all that good for you as you consider it. But listen, you need to thank God for her. You're here because of her. You have opportunity to walk in relationship with Almighty God because of her. 
And even if she didn't do everything that you thought she should have done, she still did more than most of us deserve. You know, when I think about heaven, when I think about Jesus, I think, boy, thank God he didn't give me what I deserve. Thank God, because what I deserve was hell. But instead of hell, he gave me grace, mercy, forgiveness. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't think about your mom in terms of how bad she was. Focus on how God used your mom to bring you into this world. Thank God for her. Thank God for her care, whatever amount of care it was. Thank God for her sacrifices because there are sacrifices. I, I really am thankful that guys don't give birth. I really am. I know that sounds horrible and selfish, but I've been there with Ruth Ann and, and the birth of every one of our kids, and I just want to say thank you, God. My mom, my mom and my wife and all the women in this world deserve to be praised for going through that. Thank the Lord for her sacrifice, her pain, her suffering to bring you into this world. Even if she was the absolute worst mom you could possibly ever, 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 ever imagine on the planet, you need to honor your mother by thanking God for her because it's because of her that you're here. Forgive her for all the stuff that she did that she... She did and hurt you and so on. Just forgive her and let it go. Thank God for her. Bless her. Tell her so if she's living. If she's not living, thank God for her in her stead. And then thank God. Thank God for, for your existence. Thank God for your personality. Thank God for your physicality. Thank God for your purpose and for your life. And don't waste it. Don't waste it. Father, this morning we want to thank you for the privilege of just being able to recognize that it's because of our moms that we're here. It's because of it's because of all that they've gone through. The reality of pain in childbirth and Lord, all the other things that they've had to face. Because of them we are here. This morning we want to take just a brief time and we want to honor them and want to thank you for them. Lord, we want to get over all of this petty childishness and stop holding on to the things that perhaps were done or said in the past by our moms that hurt us. Or maybe they didn't do what we thought they should have done. Lord, we just want this morning to Get over all that. Let it all go and thank you for them. We want to say thank you to our moms. We want to say thank you for using our moms to make us who we are. Lord, in this very room, every single one of us are a masterpiece. In this room, every one of us are special, unique, and wonderfully made. In this room... Every single one of us have a unique and a special place on this planet to make an impact, to walk with you, 
to honor you. And it's because of our moms that we're here. Your plan, our moms were the vessel. We honor them today. We thank you for them. And, oh, God, help us not to waste our days. 